How can a serious act of violence be classified as terrorist in nature when there's no ideology underpinning it? Hi, this is Phil Gursky, and you're listening to Quick Hits, short podcasts about matters that pertain to national security and public safety. Well, the day is finally upon us. We are getting the trial of a Toronto man named Alec Manassian, who a couple years ago drove a van, is in April of 2018, drove a van down Young Street, major thoroughfare in Toronto, killing 10 and injuring 16. And when he was uh, finally stopped by the police, he pretended to have a gun and wanted the police to shoot him, what's often known as suicide by cop. The officer realized that there was no gun and took Mr. Manassian into custody. And he, in fact, has been charged with multiple counts of, of first-degree murder and attempted murder. When he was giving his confession to a police officer in an interview, Alec Manassian claimed he was an incel, an involuntary celibate, and that he was heeding the call of Elliot Rogers, who's a U.S. man a few years ago who also was an incel who engaged in a similar killing rampage and that Manassian was one of his soldiers or something like that, and they were going to launch the incel rebellion. For those who aren't as familiar with the term incel, uh, A, I, I highly recommend you listen to a podcast I did earlier on this year with Nama Cates, who is, as far as I'm concerned, the world's leading authority on incel. She's talked to hundreds of them. You can find that on my website. These are individuals, both male and female, by the way, although largely male, who express frustration with their sexual lives. They don't think they get enough sex and they blame others for that. In other words, they don't look in the mirror and say, is it my fault? It's everyone else's fault. And and part of this, this subculture, I'll get, I'll get back to the word subculture in a second, claims that there are a bunch of people who get more sex than the average person. And some of the terminology that's used by the incels are words like chads and stacys. So chads being the lucky guys who get laid a lot and stacys are the attractive girls who lay them. There's been this movement after the Manassian attack and especially after another attack in downtown Toronto in February of this year in which another supposed incel killed a one woman and wounded a second outside an erotic massage parlor to call this kind of violence terrorism. Those who are proponents of this claim that incel is in fact a political ideology and that ergo any act of violence carried out in its name has to be terrorism because the Canadian Criminal Code defines terrorism as a serious act of violence carried out for political, ideological, or religious reasons. I've pushed back against this, uh, been uh, roundly criticized for doing so, saying it's not terrorism. It is a serious act of violence. It's misogynistic in nature, but it's not terrorism because the incels don't have an ideology. I think I'm getting a bit more support in this regard. Interestingly, uh, so the trial is is undergoing in Toronto, and uh, Mr. Manassian's father is on the stand now. And he said a few things that really made me think about this whole notion about whether or not incels can be classified as an ideology, and more importantly, if Alec Manassian can be classified as a terrorist. Now, it's the father's testimony, so clearly there is a bias there. He is testifying on behalf of his son, but he has said quite a few things in court so far that have cast some doubt 
on whether or not Mr. Manassian, the younger, was able to comprehend the nature of, of his acts. So, of course, in a, in a court of law, at least in the West, you have to be able to differentiate between right and wrong in order to be found fit to stand trial. He is standing trial, but, he, but the charges can be dismissed if, in fact, he is found. He can't, doesn't understand the difference between right and wrong. Mr. Manassian, the older, uh, has underlined his son's autistic disorder. He has said that he is a very unemotional individual, although he never saw any history of violence. In fact, he, he, he described his son as a, as a gentle person. He said his son has had problems from a young age because of odd behaviors. Uh, he was in special ed, and, and, and social interaction was one of the greatest challenges he had. He said that uh, Alec w- was unable to recognize facial expressions that reveal others' emotional states. And then he added, interestingly, he had never seen his son cry even as a child. Well, this is what the defense is going to try and show, that that Alec Manassian was uh, unable to appreciate the nature of his actions, and we'll see where that goes. But I want to return to this notion that uh, Manassian said he was the promoting or championing the incel rebellion. Again, going back to Elliot Rogers' call for rebellion back in California in 2014. And, and, and Roger actually wrote a manifesto, which somehow outlined his grievances against women and, and men who have lots of sex. It now seems, at least according to the father, that Alec Manassian put a lot of this on for show, that he seemed to be reading almost from a script when he talked to the police officer. So the father is casting doubts. He said, it looked as if he was doing a presentation when he talked to the police officer upon his arrest. I find that really interesting. It does point to the possibility that Alec Manassian really is not an incel. It's something he simply picked up and was using to frame what he wanted to do. And in that sense, uh, irrespective of whether or not he's found is he's, he's found not guilty due to mental disorders, it may in fact point to the truth that he simply is not an incel. He kind of made things up at the last minute. I want to again return to this notion that incels are terrorists, or these violent incels are. As Nama Cates told me in the podcast, 99.9999% of incels are not violent people. They're just frustrated, lonely people who want meaningful relationships, which could include sexual relationships. Very, very, very thin wedge of these people turn to violence. It's like, you know, hundreds or thousands or ten thousands of a percentage point. So let's not over-exaggerate the violent part of this particular phenomenon. When I read accounts in the papers, I'm seeing a lot of things uh, used to describe incels. Some call it violent extremism. A few do call it terrorism. I'm also seeing referred to as a subculture. Yeah, I'm not a sociologist. But to me, a subculture refers to a fringe within society as a whole in which you've got certain ways of looking at the world or certain interests or certain things you focus on but subcultures are not necessarily ideologies would you call beatniks of the 1960s which is definitely a subculture would you call that an ideology no it was simply a part of society would you call hockey parenting or or the hockey subculture in canada where families live breathe and eat hockey Is, is is hockey an ideology are the parents that 
you know, drive their kids across the province or even interprovincially or even internationally when they play competitive hockey. Is, is that subculture and ideology? Of course it's not. It's simply a part of society. I've seen nothing to date to suggest that the incels constitute an actual ideology. And please, before you, you know, give me shit for dismissing this, I'm not dismissing any of this. This fringe that engages in viol- acts of violence that involve killing men and women has to be addressed. People have to be identified before they go down that pathway. But it's not the same as treating it as terrorism. It's no different than treating wife abuse or child abuse or girlfriend abuse, where a small fringe of society decides that using violence against their partners or against their children is okay. We have laws to deal with that. We have hate crime laws, and we have other laws that deal with domestic assault, up to including murder. This is how the incels should be treated. The small percentage of violent incels should be treated as common criminals, not as terrorists. Aside from the fact that all of us know that we don't want to give the small fringe credit where credit's not due. We don't want to expand upon their sense of importance. And by calling them terrorists, by calling their ideology, say they have an ideology, that gives them far too much attention that I don't think is a good thing. Let's deal with violent incels in keeping with the criminal code we have right now. Let's not go down the pathway of calling it terrorism. There's no need to do that. In fact, I've been thinking a lot these days of treating all terrorists as criminals and not giving them that sense that they're somehow different or they're somehow special or they're somehow important. Let's just deal with it in the best way possible so that we do not splash the headlines with needless columns about this new wave of terrorism striking Canada and the West. Anyhow, that's what I think. What do you think? Do you think violent insults are terrorism? Drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on email borealisrescuegmail.com or on Twitter at borealisapes. Also find me on LinkedIn and Facebook. If you like the content, want to hear more, you want to engage in debates, go to my website, borealisthreatenedrisk.com, hit the subscribe button, provide your email address, and you'll get a free daily digest of all the blogs, all the podcasts, all the media appearances, free to your inbox first thing every morning. Love to hear from you. Let me know what you think of the, the, the webpage and the content. Maybe you give me some ideas for future projects. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe. Thank you.